Hello, thank you for joining me. Uh, I'm James Wrigley, Principal and Financial Advisor at Melbourne-based financial advice firm uh, First Financial. Uh, in today's episode of the podcast uh, is the audio from a few of my videos regarding home ownership, uh, mortgages, uh, trying to not overdo it in terms of a mortgage, and the last piece introducing you to a topic I discussed where I've called Saving More Tomorrow. Hope you enjoy. Thanks. It is okay if you never buy a house. I don't know if I'm the one that needs to give you the permission for that, but a few clients that I've had interactions with over the last 12 months, 18 months, uh, due to certain circumstances, they haven't bought a house, and that is perfectly fine. Just because your friends are doing it, just because your family's doing it, just because your parents are telling you you should buy a house, you don't have to buy a house. There's plenty of people, very happy, very comfortable, very successful in their own right, that don't own a house. If you've gotten to a stage where the thought of buying a house and mortgage repayments and all the rest of it is causing you uh, lack of sleep, then you need to readdress the situation. It's not also it's also not okay if you're also spending every single cent that you've got. So there is a there is a balance there. Choose to not own a house. That's perfectly fine. But also don't spend every single cent that you that you earn. You need to be investing that. You need to be doing something proactive with that, so that in time you've got an asset base to support yourself and live the lifestyle that you aspire to in due course. Thanks. You have to pay it back. Uh, I'm sure everyone realizes this, but I see many people regularly uh, with mortgages on their house up to their eyeballs. Uh, they come in saying, you know, money's tight, we're just getting by, we're making minimum loan repayments. Just because the bank will lend you the money doesn't mean you need to borrow it or you should borrow it. Um, something that I've come across on multiple occasions over the last six months in particular, families that have done uh, great big renovations on their house. Now I'm sure the houses are beautiful, it's a dream house, you know, I have aspirations of doing something similar too. Um, the problem though is when you end up borrowing truckloads of money from the bank, all you can afford to do is make minimum loan repayments. And if that happens to be coinciding with the time that you're probably around your mid 40s or so, your earning capacity is generally at its peak through the kind of late, late 40s to early, early 50s. So unless you're expecting huge pay rises, massive windfalls, inheritance from somewhere, how are you possibly going to pay back that 30 year loan when you're in your mid 40s, uh, when you're only making minimum loan repayments? Um, I know, you know a, a lot of people will understand that, but uh, I often find myself having this conversation, I've had it multiple occasions over the last six months. Uh, money worries is the biggest cause of divorce, um, is you know losing your relationship, losing your kids, losing your job, all the rest of it, who knows whatever may go with it. Uh, is it really worth the great big mortgage and, and, and the great big house? So you know, you're stressed to your eyeballs now, making minimum loan repayments, uh, but it's also impacting what you can do going forward. Uh, if you're in your mid 40s, chances are the age pension may not actually be around by the time you hit your, your, your mid 60s. So if you're not doing something constructive to pay down that debt in a timely manner and build other assets that are gonna help support you through retirement, 
okay? you're going to uh, find yourself in a whole lot of pain uh, later into the future. So when we bought, mummy and daddy bought this house, we had some money and then you borrow the rest of the money from the bank, yeah? Uh, the, bank, the bank lends us the money. And then when, when I go to work and I get paid, yeah, I go to work and I get paid to go to work, I have to give back the money to the bank, that's right. It takes a long, long, long time to pay that money back. And so if you're too, if you're too old when you borrow lots of money from the bank, that means you have to work for a very, 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 very long time to pay that money back. Wow. See, you're only little, you're only five. Yeah, so I don't have to pay any money back now. You've just got all your $2 coins. What are you <laughs> going to do with them? Where are you going to put them? I don't know. Yeah, just leave them in your wallet for now. Yeah. So lots of people, they borrow lots of money when they get a bit older. Yeah, well, but then how do if you keep that money and you don't have to keep it back? Oh, you have to give it back. You eventually have to give it back, otherwise the bank will take your house from you. You don't want that to happen, do you? No. How could you take a house? The bank will just come and take it and sell it. So you just put, the man will just put a sell-up sign on it and just use it in it. Mm-hmm. He'd put a sell-up sign and kick you out. Yeah. That wouldn't be good, would it? Yeah. So that's why you have to go to work and you have to pay the money back. The sooner you pay it back, the better. Then you don't have to owe any more money back to the bank. Does that make sense? So the more days you work for, the more money you give back? The more days you work for, the more money you might have, and then you can pay the money back to the bank. It and takes a long, long, long time. And then you use it for a long time just give it back to the bank? Yeah. We use it for a long time to help buy the house, and we slowly give it back. Well, no, once you give it all back, then you don't have to give any more money back, and you can just keep any money that you earn from work. So I want to introduce you to this idea of saving more tomorrow. Uh, now, it's, I can't lay claim to coming up with it. Someone else did. I read about it many years ago, but I've spoken to a number of clients and do it myself ever since. So the, the idea is that if you talk to someone and you say to them, can you save some more money starting today? If they're honest with themselves, chances are they probably can't. Most people live a particular lifestyle based on whatever income is coming in. So money comes in, they've got some commitments and they spend whatever's left over. This idea of saving more tomorrow uh, is the notion that as you get pay rises, as you get promotions, and I thought this time of year was was quite appropriate for, for sharing this, this video. I see many people that I'm connected with on LinkedIn are getting promoted. They're becoming partners of law firms, accounting firms, moving different jobs. So a lot of promotion going on at the moment, therefore a lot of pay rises going on at the moment. As you get paid more, this idea of saving more tomorrow is that you allocate some of that money towards doing something productive. So instead of having that increased paycheck just fall into your bank account, before you get it all, you allocate some of it off to doing something else. Maybe that's 
increasing your super contributions. So start with $50 a month, and then as you get another pay rise, make that $100 a month, and as you get another pay rise, make that $150 a month. Before you know it, this, this starts to snowball, and you'll be up to a few hundred dollars a month that your salary is sacrificing to super. You're none the wiser. There's always more money coming into your bank account as you're getting pay rises. Fast forward 10, 15 years, and that will make an astronomical difference to your super balance. The same thing's applicable with home loans at the moment. So we're going through a, a cycle where interest rates are dropping. Now, if your home loan is more than 3.5% interest at the moment, you're out of the money. You need to talk to your bank, talk to a mortgage broker, get that loan, loan rate reduced. I'm going through that process at the moment. My interest rate is out of the money. There are much cheaper interest rates. I'm moving to one of those at the moment, and it'll save me something like $2,000 a year in interest. Now, if I just leave my loan repayments exactly the same as they are today, when I move to a lower interest rate, I'll continue to pay off that home loan, but you get this same snowballing effect. So this saving more tomorrow, I haven't actually had to go and earn any more money. I've just saved on the interest expense, but I keep making those same repayments in. Same repayments in, pays down the principal quicker, reduces the interest balance, therefore pays down the interest quicker, so it pays down the principal quicker, and you get this snowball, again, gathering momentum. So the idea is save more tomorrow. I think that most people can commit to doing something like that. And if you do it now, if you're one of those lucky people that's getting a pay rise, getting a promotion, whatever else it might be, before that first paycheck comes in, put in place some structure to save more tomorrow. You'll have a little bit extra in your paycheck for the month or for the fortnight, but you'll also be doing something productive with that increased um, with, the, with that increased pay rise. So hopefully this is useful to you. Um, thanks for watching, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Thanks. Bye.